Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Wednesday. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Let's talk some football with our friend Ross Tucker, who, by the way, in a minute is going to give you the perfect idea for a last-minute Christmas present. But first, let's hit a little football. Mr. Tucker, good morning, man. Happy uh, happy holidays to you. Yeah, likewise, Bill. Happy holidays. Happy um, end of the football season in the sense that, man, there's a lot of games that really matter, which is awesome. That's what we want. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. I know it happened a couple nights ago, but before we get into looking forward – Curious your reaction to Monday Night Football on a couple fronts. How seriously you take what is still a long shot of the Packers to, to win out and try to put themselves in a position, let's start there, to, to be a playoff team. Are, are you buying the Packers after beating a bad Rams team? I am buying their ability to win out for sure. And I think the toughest game will be Sunday, Christmas Day at 1 o'clock against the Dolphins, because obviously the Dolphins, really need that one. So that's the one that kind of jumps out to me is if they can beat the Dolphins, well, they got a pretty good chance to win out then. Um, I'll say this too, Bill, like I'm kind of buying the Packers next year. You know, even if they don't make the playoffs this year, I think the rest of the season matters for Rodgers to feel good about them going into next year. I would be shocked if he retires. He's leaving like $60 million on the table. I just don't think he's going to do that. He looked to me, I called that game with Kevin Harlan Monday night. Looked to me like he's having fun out there. And they kind of have their guys now. You know, I mean, you know, the two young receivers, Dobbs and Watson, I would expect them to make big jumps in year two. Then you have Alan Lazard, who we know what he is, Randall Cobb. I mean, that's kind of their four guys. You have Dylan, you have Aaron Jones. I, I think as long as they stay healthy on the offense, and I don't know why they haven't been better on defense, I, you know, I can tell you right now the Packers are one of those teams I expect to have a bounce-back year next year. Ross Tucker here on the show. And, Ross, on, on Baker Mayfield, and I know it's guesswork here, but your best guess based on what you've seen and what you know, 
What do you think his career looks like in the future down the road? Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting because he did not play well enough that you looked at him and said, boy, he should be starting somewhere for sure. But he didn't play poorly enough that you thought there's no way this guy could start. I mean, he was kind of middling. He was kind of in between. I can see somebody giving him a shot as a starter this offseason. Maybe to compete for the job. Maybe he's like a bridge quarterback where they draft somebody. It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with Baker. I thought he did some positive things with not a whole lot around him. O-line wasn't helping him that much. You know, they're really depleted at receiver. Given the situation and circumstances, I thought ultimately Baker quit himself pretty well. Talking to Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, I find the NFC to be really interesting and depending on the severity of, of Jalen Hurts' injury to his shoulder, and there's a chance he said he'd like to play or thinks he might be able to play this weekend, but still, it's a little bit of a concern at a minimum. The NFC looks pretty wide open to, to me. In that context, whether you agree or disagree, I'd love to hear, when you look at the Niners, when you look at their defense, when you look at what Brock Purdy has done, small sample size, where do you place them in the likelihood of being able to come out of the NFC come playoff time? Second. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Eagles one still because they're highly likely to have the easiest pass, right, of just two home playoff games. And I think they're overall still the best team. You know, we'll see how long Hurts is out and how that affects them. But, man, there's a chance that they could have them sit out, you know, upwards of a month if they needed to or wanted to before they even play a playoff game, which is kind of wild to think about it. But the Niners are next. Their defense is nasty. They're running the ball effectively, especially when they get Debo Samuel back. They're clearly next. I can still see a scenario whereby the Cowboys make a run because I think the Cowboys are probably the third best team. But, you know, the Cowboys never win playoff games. Now all of a sudden, Bill, they're going to win three road playoff games. Doesn't seem real likely. Yeah, talking to Ross Tucker here on the show, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you can find that and all things Ross Tucker on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, to your point, history isn't always indicative of everything, but it, it sure can be a guide. I am such a skeptic of the Cowboys for the reasons you just laid out and of the Vikings because I'm, a, I'm just a big Kirk Cousins skeptic, despite the fact he led that comeback over the weekend. You've already answered on the Cowboys. What is your level of confidence in the Vikings come the playoffs, come that reality where every game feels so significant? Um, you said Vikings, right, Phil? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, you know, the thing that's interesting about them is they're 10-0 in one-score games. Because, so, like, part of me is like, yeah, I just don't know when it gets to be late in these crunch times, you can't really say that. I mean, although I guess law of averages, they got to lose one of those at some point. Maybe they want to get that out of their system here in the regular season. I don't know. I mean, I saw the Eagles smash them. I saw the Cowboys smash them. I saw the Lions beat them by two scores. And even Saturday, I called that game 
Bill, I saw the Colts be up 33 nothing on them. Now, in fairness, it was like a block punt for a touchdown. It was a pick six when, um, you know, Jalen Rager kind of got out of the way and put Cousins in a bad spot at the end of the play. Like, th- there were things that happened, but it was still 33 nothing Colts in that game in Minnesota. So, I can see them winning a playoff game. Um, I don't see them winning three to get to the Super Bowl. Really, at this point, I feel like it's kind of either the Niners or the Eagles from the NFC. I'd be surprised if the Vikings or the Cowboys were able to go on that run. I'm 100% with you. Ross Tucker on the show. Ross, have you followed and or seen the video of this um, Gio Bernard interaction with with the media? I'm aware of it, but I did not. I did not get a chance to actually watch the video yet, but I've actually seen what the quotes to him were. But I didn't get a chance to really hear, like, the tone of it. But um, I know it's something a lot of people are uncomfortable with. Yeah, I'd love to. I'll recalibrate the question because I've had to be the person asking those questions. And for me, and mostly the NBA, but the NFL and Major League Baseball too, for me, I asked pretty difficult questions, but I was always polite. I was always professional. And my main experience was covering LeBron James, who I was pretty vicious toward in writing, but he was a pro and I was a pro. And, and so my experience was very different than maybe other people's. Um, I thought, just my view, Ross, I, I thought the reporters sounded petty and put out. Uh, clearly, I, I think Bernard was trying to, to slip out and, and not talk to these guys, and it was a— just a, one of those, for me, interactions where the player's embarrassed and doesn't want to talk, but that's part of the job. And the reporters have to ask questions, and that's part of the job. I, I'm curious for you, how do, how do you handle, how do most guys handle, when you're a professional athlete, having to answer questions at your most difficult moments? Because I've always seen it from the perspective of, it's part of the job, I don't want to ask this question either, but we got to get through it. For, for you, for guys that play... How do they actually? How do you actually view these experiences where something embarrassing has happened, and your job is to go out and have to talk to seven people, and you might think one or two or seven of them are total idiots? Well, so first of all, I thought it was unprofessional on um, both parts. You know, Giovanni, you you know that they might get asked you a question. They're gonna ask you a question about it. You got to handle like Jacoby Myers did. I was so impressed by Jacoby Myers standing there at his locker and, um, you know, going ahead and answering the questions the way he did about throwing the ball back to Mac Jones that got picked off by Chandler Jones. Like, that's how you handle it. You be a man, you be a professional, and you just own it. People make mistakes. But you know what? It wanted to – to me, it really was a positive for Jacoby Myers moving forward. But I didn't like the quote by the um, whoever said to him something like, well, what have you done for us to even talk to you all year? Like that? Yeah, I agree. I I didn't like the tone of that. Um, The answer to your question is it's not easy, but it is part of the job. Now, I don't remember really ever getting grilled on something I did personally, but I remember, you know, in Buffalo in 2004, if we won our last game, we made the playoffs. The Oilers were 14-1, and one, so they played a lot of their backups during the game, Bill, and we lost. 
We, we lost to the Steelers' backups, essentially. We had the lead against the starters, and then we blew the game against the backups. And there were a lot of members of the media that came up to me, and I, you just answered the question. I just said, it's incredibly disappointing. You know, I'm glad if we had a winning record at 9-7 and seven or whatever, but th- this is the NFL. Like, there's no consolation prizes. There's no moral victories. We had a golden opportunity today that we let slip. And it's not easy, and it's not what you feel like you want to be doing at that point. But it just – to be honest, I never really thought anything else of it. Like, there, it's not – it's just like you play the game, you get in the locker room, the coach talks, you get like 10 minutes to shower or whatever, then the media comes in. This is part of it. Ross Tucker on the show. And, Ross, I'll give you my two cents. I think one of the things I love about sports, I think it reflects society in a pretty interesting way. And in defense of most of the athletes I've covered and most of the media members I've worked with, in my experience in a bunch of locker rooms, on the awkward side of this, because I hated asking those, those questions. I really did. I did it, but I hated it just because it, it feels intrusive even though it's part of the job. I think most athletes and most journalists are doing the best they can, like most people, and are pretty good people. And, and I think, unfortunately, and this is true, I think, in our broader society, the more extreme views are just out there now, and there's social media, and there's videos, and, and whatever you saw, whoever, wherever you're listening, on, for me, on that video, I don't think I don't think Geo and I don't think that the, the two reporters who came off really inappropriately properly reflect the professionalism that I often experience with the athletes I wrote about and most of the media members I was around. Always exceptions to the rule, but but I thought in both most cases people were just doing the best they could. Um, Ross, before we get to a Christmas question, let me ask you one more quick NFL question because we've been sort of back and forward on this. On the one hand, the Chiefs record is what the Chiefs record is. On the other hand, it feels like they just keep playing with their food and taking for granted their opponent, went to overtime <laughs> against a, a bad Houston team. What's the right read on, on the Kansas City Chiefs at this stage of the season? Um... I don't know. It, it almost feels on some level. Well, first of all, their defense isn't playing great. Yeah. But it almost feels on some level a little bit, Bill. And I'm not saying this is the case, but you know how, like, NBA teams go through stretches where it almost feels like they're bored waiting for the playoffs? Yeah. I wonder about that a little bit with the Chiefs. I mean, they go to the AFC championship game every year. And I know Andy Reid telling them how important it is that they win – and if they try to get the number one seed, they want to play at home in the playoffs. Like, I get all that, right? But on some level, I almost feel like sometimes with these guys, they're like, okay, let's get it on already. Like, let's, let's get to where we all know we're going. We want to try to go. It's been uh, a, a, a year or I guess two years now since we've been to the Super Bowl. Like, let's get to it. They're playing a little bored to me. I'm with you, dude. I'm 100. I think that's exactly right. Um Ross, it's Christmas time, and because I'm me or a dude or maybe maybe my case both, I um I'm way behind on the old present thing. I'm an idiot every year. I'm like I'm gonna get ahead of this. I'm gonna do it on Black Friday, and then it's the Wednesday before Christmas, and, and I'm short of ideas, and, and I need to get out shopping. You have a solution. Can you tell people about myfrontpagestory.com, especially people like me, who very idiotically have waited yet again. Till just a, a few days before before the holiday. Yeah, it's not too late. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. They'll write the most unbelievable story about whoever you want to get the gift for. So whether it's your mom or your wife or whatever, it's framed. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's beautiful. And it's the type of gift 
that number one, it sounds awesome when you tell them you had a story written about them. Number two, they pretty much cry every time when they read all the quotes from you or your kids or your siblings or whatever, depending on who you're giving it to. And then they hang it up in their house. Like it's framed newspaper cover story that they hang up in their house, which is so cool because then it's like the gift that keeps on giving. If you haven't gotten anything yet, it's not too late. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. Uh, Ross Tucker, as always, pal, appreciate you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you, as always, for, for not just today, but over the course of the entire year, graciously making time for us. Absolutely. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, pal. Ross Tucker here on, here on the show. I think he's right. I think that, that is either the Chiefs a sign of how dangerously arrogant they are or how remarkably talented they are because maybe it's both. Maybe they're connected. It's one thing to take games for granted and take your foot off the gas in a in an NBA season with 82 games or, or an NFL or excuse me an MLB season with 162 games. A 17 game NFL season, you're gonna a third or half. I'm like ah, whatever. Uh, it's, all right, we'll win now. But Tom, it, uh, they're my favorite to win the whole thing. I think they're gonna win the whole. If I had to pick one team, I would pick the Chiefs. And I don't think anything short of a Patrick Mahomes injury would change that for me. If they lost a bad game in these last few weeks here, like they're bored. They're bored 100%. and they're that arrogant. And to your point, I think it's both. Um, very excited to get into a Christmassy, spirited, happy Hanukkah. It's the new year. It's all happening. Beautiful Arctic weather magic edition of Buy or Sell with me, Christmas spirit bogish, and Bah Humfact uh, Diesel. Bah Humfact's pretty good. Uh, it's one of the few nicknames you've given me that I actually like. And by few, I mean myself. I think it's the only one. I've given it myself, too. Bah Humfact. We're going to throw some at you. How is Buy or Sell, other than magical and, and, and just wonderful? Uh, let's go with extraordinary today. Oh my gosh, it's an extraordinary buy or sell. It's a journey next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh my gosh, peanut butter, bacon, honey. Oh yeah. Do you guys put syrup on your on your pork? On your bacon, your hand. It's so good. Just a little syrup on there. Game changer. So I've never done that, but I have gotten a bacon, egg, and cheese on a French toast bagel, which has Ooh. a little like syrupy hints to it and you know, it's a sweeter kind of bagel, which Ooh. adds to that little flavor dynamic. So kind of, I guess I have. I'll just say this. Next time you, you guys rock the, 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 the pancakes and the bacon and you got the syrup out already, right? Just take a little syrup and just dip a little. It'll change your life. Am I weird here? Like, I'm not syrup guy. It's too messy. <sighs> I, I don't. I mean, I'm I, tired. <laughs> what, what, you were tired an hour ago. What, what's the issue? What's the problem? Here's. I mean, you don't have to like syrup. It, 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 it is scrumptiously tasty. It's, what do you put on your pancakes and your French toast? Uh, I go butter. I, I'm not gonna judge you. Here's an I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna crack another code for you. Okay, here's a here's a here's a here's a huge game changer. It's gonna sound gross, but it's a game changer. I'm ready. All right, grilled cheese, and you dip it in ketchup. I've been doing that for my whole life, buddy. Oh my, what? it's so a lot good, of isn't best it? Best friends. What? It's, dude. Oh my god, I want one right now. I like grilled cheese. I like ketchup. You, I'm you not trying that. You will love it. All right, while you get buy or sell going, I'm going to look up flights to New York because I miss Bogish. <laughs> what side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Real quick, Andrew, buy or sell that, that JFK is closest to your house? Buy. Okay, buy. good, 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 good. Got it. Please Very close. In fact, you fly there, I'll pick you up. Are you close to there? I'll come get you. How close? Uh, I mean, the problem is there's, it's never easy to get there. I'll take an Uber. As the crow flies, only a couple of miles. What? I, I need the origin of that. I mean, that's an easy one. This one I that's, know. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's it means a straight line, no obstructions. Like, no one have to worry about roads crisscrossing, traffic. Yep. As the crow flies from one spot to another, straight line. That's how far away you are. Crows never get sidetracked. They go point A to point B every single time. Yeah, that's yep. why they're crows. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, you live two miles from... Dude, we're going to hang out all the time because I fly in and out of JFK every time I come to the city. I'll just come out and we'll have a beer in your backyard before I fly out next time. Uh, it sounds perfect to me. Right. Diesel, you want to come? Uh, no, I don't. That is nowhere near where I live. Okay. America heard me invite you and you say no instantaneously. All right, let's get to the NFL. Yesterday, we discussed Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts spraining his throwing shoulder against the Bears, and his status remains uncertain for Christmas Eve against Dallas. Hurts himself spoke yesterday 
and is not ruling out playing. Definitely a change. Um, taking it day by day, though. You know, I, everybody knows that I'm dealing with something. I think that's pretty public. Is out there. I'm not one to really talk about myself. You know, obviously being a quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, you, you can't run from that. You know, but um, I'm taking everything one day at a time with it and um, preparing versus a really good defense. Buy or sell the Philadelphia Eagles have to sit Jalen Hurts this week. I'm going to buy. I mean, I don't know. Buy. It's always tricky because I don't know. You don't know the medical reality, and maybe he's totally fine. But I wouldn't err at – I would err 100% on the side of caution. Um, Bogus, buy or sell, if he's out for a little while, it's going to be in bad taste to use his last name as a pun because it's so hard not to just think about it. No, I mean, he doesn't uh, – sell. Okay. Sell. Because Jalen hurts? Yeah, I mean, this is where he hurts less. Jalen doesn't hurt at the moment. Like, or Jalen still hurts if he keeps missing games. Because this is is a temporary thing. It seems minor if it was serious, career-threatening, life-threatening, then you couldn't use it. But he's got a shoulder boo-boo. You can absolutely stick with the puns. What about, hey, the Eagles had the freedom to win a championship, but Hurts has him in uh, Jalen? That's a little too, yeah. (laughs) Too much? That that was, yeah, too much. Too much. Bit of a word salad? A little bit. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford went on his wife's podcast the morning after with Kelly Stafford, and she asked him flat out if he would be retiring after this season, and he said, quote, no. As we know, he has a spinal cord contusion that cut his season short, and the Rams seem confident that Stafford will not need surgery. Buy or sell the Rams holding on to Baker Mayfield next season, even if Stafford returns. All right, so I'm going to... Sell that. Sell. And he's not very good. Buy or sell, you believe Matt Stafford when he comes on his wife's podcast. That this is 100% fact. Uh, I'll buy it. You do. You don't think buy. there's any chance he retires? Um, like no. no. I, I mean, I, for only the default chance. But I think she wants him to retire. Like I think that she's the she's been on that podcast or on social media very yeah. worried about his injuries, yep. the neck and the concussion. So I, I haven't heard the audio. I'm wondering how she asked it. Like you better retire, right? Like I, I don't know like how forceful she was being, but I think he would have given a different answer. Well, I think we have to give them a little bit more credit that they've spoken about it prior to right. doing the podcast. No, no. So I don't think it was breaking news save, to her. It, it was a save it for the air moment. I haven't heard it, but Diesel, did she go? <coughs> Tom Brady, Giselle. Was that was it? Was it like a little uh, no. tickle? Not not so much like that. Yeah, I, I would think if they if he was gonna retire, they'll do it on the podcast, but they wouldn't do it in between weeks fifteen and sixteen. You don't seem convinced. I just. I think that we've seen that, that, that like when you're involved with with family stuff and professional stuff in football, it can get it can be complicated. All right, let's get to some college football here. Yesterday, Pitt Panthers head coach Pat Narduzzi was a guest on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh, and he was asked if he's heard anything about North Carolina quarterback Drake May possibly transferring. I heard two schools, five million. I know the schools. I can't tell you, but I know the schools too. Pat, what's going on with that? transfer portal and now now players don't even have to be in the transfer portal for schools i guess to contact them and try to get them 
Yeah, there's, it's called tampering, and, and uh, it's really bad, guys. Uh, it's you know the NCAA's got us all in a bad spot right now, and, and uh, I think it's only going to get uglier um, because there are no rules on the road. Um, you know, I'm hearing all kinds of things. I'm hearing guys are getting paid even before they enter. You know, they're getting bonuses for just signing tomorrow. Um, kids are being paid in high school now a certain amount of money, and then when you get there, they would give you this money. You know, high school players. It's um, it's bad. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that NIL name, image, and likeness is a double-edged sword. I mean, sell. I think it's in reality. I was um, sell. I was talking to a parent the other day whose son has, they think, has a chance to play professionally. And certainly, has, I think he's 14. He's already been recruited by colleges. The kid is he's huge. And the dad was saying, and they, you know, they're, they're like most of us. They don't have a ton of money. And the dad was saying how his this kid's friends who are older in high school have nil money, and some of it is like making a difference for families that, that he knows. And it's just, you know what, like good for these good for these kids. I, I I don't have any sympathy for college coaches who for years were multimillionaires and recruiting the players who actually had a lot of the value. I it's the same old debate. I like nil. There are downsides to it, just like there were downsides to not having it, but I think it's more equitable. That's me. That's my take. I'm sticking to it. I don't yeah. want to step on your toes there, Bogus. You no, look like you got something to say. Yeah, so, I mean, talking to, to college football coaches and basketball coaches a lot during the fall and the winter, you start to be sympathetic a little bit to their plight in terms of, like, roster building. You just don't know who's going to be around. Guys are coming. 100%. Guys are going. And it's exhausting that you – always have to recruit like every time you don't put a kid into the game you go oh man maybe he's gonna want to leave now so i i get that part of it so i can i can listen to conversations about regulation in terms of like what you can pay when you can pay it how you pay it but no stopping anyone from making money we're in agreement but there's even when you can transfer right i think like harsher the thing is that i don't think the ncaa is interested in enforcement other than for the to pretend they're doing something, but tampering is something that I think absolutely can be taken seriously. Right. I'd much rather see schools get just destroyed for tampering than five years ago for slipping a kid a bag of money. Yeah, literally eighty percent of the other programs are doing the same thing. Like the UTSA coach tweeted about that the other day. Like, how do I stop Power Five schools from poaching my kids? I don't care that Alabama can give you eighteen million dollars, but they got to do it after you say you are in the portal. They can't be calling. I'm just using them as an example. 100%. They can't be calling dorm rooms or DMing kids to draw them out to be able to give them the extra benefits that they have. A hundred percent, and it's it's going to be really hard to stop. Yeah, I, th- I think we're on the same page, right? I mean, I think yeah. it's, this is an unfortunate consequence. The problem is that the NCAA is a joke, so I, I don't trust them to enforce the proper things properly. Although they hired their new president because he has a legal mind and a legal background, and they think he can maybe address some of these things, but right. who knows. And we'll see. Look, fingers crossed. I hope it, I hope it works out. Because I do think college sports have some jeopardy in how, in how things are run now, but it's just equitable is equitable. And we're in a, I mean, it's the same debate. We're in America. The fact that, that 18-year-olds, kids who can go serve in the military weren't able to make money off of anything in this country that is legal to do is it was absurd to me. Or, I mean, let's use Tom's favorite and only soccer player that he knows, Christian Pulisic, because he was so good. He went to yeah. Germany, and Bayern funded his life. 
right. so we could focus on soccer, had an apartment, had money, you know, had a cook, had a car, like all of these things because he was that talented. You shouldn't be stopped from those kind of things, but regulation is fine. Messi came from a very, very poor part of Argentina and was incredibly undersized and needed extraordinarily expensive, especially by Argentinian standards, but any standard, growth hormone, growth treatments, and Barcelona agreed as part of the deal to pay for these payments. It's the only reason he got, and he's not even tall, right? But it's the only reason he got to where he could play professionally. I, I don't know who a young actor actress is, so I'm, I'm not cool enough to do that. I don't know. Who's like Emily from Emily in Paris? Because you guys were you know really high on that out today. Yeah. Netflix. How about the girl but, from, how about Wednesday Adams? She's young. Wednesday, great show. Can you imagine being like a 15 or 17 or 20-year-old actor actress, and you're not allowed, well, the studio can make the money, but you don't get to make money until you're 23 and you, give me a break, man. It's America. Yeah. And before Tom yells, I know it wasn't Byron. I think it was Dortmund that paid for Pulisic. Either way, somebody, I didn't want to saying. Yeah. I didn't want to correct Tom you. Was I didn't want to jump be in. that guy. Yeah, yeah. I can tell um, you saw. The, I can see the judgment. Thank you for catching my mistake. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, it's hey, it's 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 when you're on the air with a sucker aficionado like D Cell, it is stressful for all of us. Agreed. You don't want to mess up, and I did. No, yellow card. You're right. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia has agreed to purchase the majority stake in the Phoenix Suns and Mercury. For a record-setting $4 billion, Ishbia still needs approval from the Board of Governors and to complete a background check before it can be official. Now, Ishbia also was a walk-on playing college hoops for Michigan State from 1998 to 2002, and he will become the youngest owner in the NBA at 42. Now, the sale of the Suns, of course, comes on the heels of the NBA findings of racism, misogyny, and misconduct from their current owner, Robert Sarver. Buy or sell the NBA needed the Suns to be sold before the end of this season. I mean, I'll buy the yeah. They need this is buy. good news all the way around. Get rid of the other guy. Bring this dude in. Congratulations to the Suns. We'll see what kind of owner he is. Congratulations to every NBA owner who owns a team because the value of those those organizations just keeps skyrocketing. That's un- four Suns are worth- billion dollars. So what are the Clippers worth now? Steve Ballmer bought them for two. Eight years ago, are they worth six. Was that eight, eight? years already? Wow, so, that was eight years. Who this, nine? What did I read yesterday? The Lakers. Somebody just sold the minority point of the franchise, which then you do the math means the team is worth five billion dollars, based on what they paid for a sliver of it. Yeah, I think that's undervalued by Genie. Actually, it's the Lakers on the open market would go for. Do they own the building too? Uh, no, I do not. They do not, and okay. the, and the Clippers will own their new right facility, which I think will in- drastically increase their value. Man, I got that one wrong. I really thought Ballmer was going to move those guys to Seattle. I was incorrect. I still can't believe it was eight years ago already. Yeah, I think Long that's time. right. All right, let's finish up with golf here. Last question: The match? No, no, you got no. You got a train question, bro. Oh, that's right. I do. I do. A little, uh, little interaction I had this morning. Yeah. All right, let's get to golf. The Masters yesterday announced that it will maintain its same criteria for eligibility. Thus, there will be no ban for live golfers. Masters chairman Fred Ridley said yesterday, "Quote: Regrettably, recent actions have divided men's professional golf by diminishing the virtues of the game and the meaningful legacies for those who built it." Although we are disappointed in these developments, our focus is to honor the tradition of bringing together a preeminent field of golfers this coming April. Therefore, invitations sent this week will invite those eligible under our current criteria to compete in the 2023 Masters Tournament. Buy or sell, you would prefer the Masters banned live golfers. 
You're asking whether or not I can live with this? Bye. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emotional four. Um, <laughs> I never tell the story about the time I hit the guy on the golf course and he attacked me when I was in college. Oh, another day. Oh, that was a bad moment. It's a bad moment. What was your question? I'm sorry. Uh, buy or sell, you would have preferred the Masters band live buy. golfers. Absolutely buy. Absolutely. Buy. They were never going to. They were never going to. But I, yes. Yes, I'm not a big live golf fan, to say the least. All right, real quick here. I had a very awkward exchange, as I always do with other human beings. Uh, this morning on New Jersey Transit, on my train ride in, I was listening back to an old segment of the show because I heard that's what good producers do. So I thought I'd maybe give that a try. Uh, do they? I, yeah. They also yeah. listen to the original segment. That as well. on I, that front? I've heard they do that as well. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to go with my earbuds, Bluetooth. Uh, I did not have it set up properly. It was not connected to my phone. So I was that guy on the train blasting uh, the show for everyone to hear. I really was that. And I had no idea. No clue whatsoever. The gentleman behind me leaned forward, and I thought he was getting ready to give me the business and say, you know, how rude I was being. Uh, he did not, actually. He leaned in and said, hey, uh, you, listen to, uh, you listen to Bill Ryder? Uh, me being, you know, surprised that he wasn't yelling at me, I said, yeah, I actually work with him. He said, Bill, tell him to ease up on my guy Dak Prescott. And I said, I'll, I will pass the message along. No promises. And uh, here I am, passing the message along. Um, so is there a buy or sell question? Uh, buy or sell, you're going to ease up on uh, Dak Prescott. Was this a big guy? Uh, yes, he was larger than me. He was a big He was he also was big... significantly older than me, though, too. Mm. Did you get his name? Uh, no, I'm not friendly like that. Train gentleman. Train yes. gentleman. Yes. I, I, I really appreciate him listening to the show. Looking back, I'm I gonna... probably should I'm have been more friendly to him, given that he's a listener. If you are listening, train gentlemen, I would love you to, to tweet at me your experience. Sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, with decent. I'd like to get the other side of the story. Um, I'm going to sell, but I'm going to be. I'm going to go easy on Dak Prescott. Um, <laughs> Bogus, I don't even know how to ask this, so I'll just ask it. Uh, we know that D-Cell won't give people directions. We know that D-Cell won't talk to people. We know that D-Cell is happy to pass judgment on other folks. Buy or sell that Tom is one of the people who plays their sound out loud on crowded trains without headphones. To be fair, though, I wasn't this trying okay. to do it. I wasn't yeah. trying to do that. Yeah, that's a sell. It was an accident. He wouldn't do that. So, so you had your headphones in. You, you couldn't tell the sound was, was it's coming. It's very early in the morning, Bill. Uh, no, I couldn't Bill. tell. I was, I, I was listening. I was listening. I was hearing what I wanted to hear, yeah. just not the way I wanted to hear it. People do this on airplanes now. I'm on airplanes, and people are intentionally doing their Like, what are you doing, man? Every day on the train, whether it's the railroad or the subway, every day on the train, somebody's watching a video, listening to music without headphones, not by accident, on purpose. They didn't forget to connect or whatever or plug it in. They're just sitting there, no headphones anywhere, no earbuds, and they're just watching their video like Nobody as if they're by anything. themselves. Well, I mean, it's a dicey situation in New York. You don't know who you're talking to when right. you when you say something. Right. Yeah, I mean, I got to be fair. I sure. don't say anything. I'm really frustrated, and I make faces. I don't say anything, yeah. though. I mean, there were two guys on my subway this morning who were smoking a joint and listening to music out loud on the train. They were allowed to do whatever they wanted. But wouldn't they be in a super mellow place? I don't know. I, okay. Maybe. But pump up the were volume. They Mets fans? Were they Mets fans <laughs> celebrating? No, no they, I think they were giant fans singing "I Will Remember You" by Sarah McLaughlin. 
<laughs> oh man, that's a deep cut right there. Yeah. All right, let's do a thirty-second segment here on the show. It's going to be a surprise. What we're going to get into it. It's going to be really fun. But don't go away because D Cell is going to lead it. It's a D Cell segment after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. It, if you're listening, wherever you are, Honestly, truly, uh, appreciate the time you spend here on the show with me, with Tom, with Bogish, with all the people who, who are gracious enough to give us some of their time today. It was Ross Tucker, folks who fill in, uh, the gentleman on the train, my buddy Ken Miller's colleagues at the convention in San Diego, and many of you who over the years I've heard from or bumped into, and I've been shocked that, that you listen to and like the show. Thank you. Appreciate you. I think I told you this, Decent. I can't remember. I went when I was in Vegas several months ago with my brother was at a poker table for hours talking to people. And when I got to leave, someone's like, are you Bill Ryder? And it, it it's a weird... Then you're like, there's a good chance, 80% chance it's going to be, you know, bleep you, man. But it was nice. <laughs> you're not expecting nice. that positive interaction. Not expe- expecting any of it, really, to, to be fair. Uh, can we do a little bit of a, a, a live programming alert? I have an idea. So I feel like... I've been thinking about this. Whenever I get stuff right... I very, you know, gleefully smug, like, well, I hate to be the one to say rather than you, and here's all the... But I gotta do a better job of when I get stuff wrong, and I'll do it if I think of it. So I'm thinking about keeping a list next year of just all the takes, at the end of the year, just self-owning all the stuff I screw up. By the way, Jalen Brunson's not one of those Knicks fans, so you can just slow your roll on that. But I thought Mike McDaniel wasn't going to work out. I thought that was unlikely to, 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 to be a success story. What do you think? A little, little um, end of the year, you know? I'm an idiot segment. we got to think of a play on words, what we want to call it. But I like the idea. We can certainly run with that. How about right? it's writer than you? Huh? <laughs> that's, uh, that's an early leader in the clubhouse. What? Now, you were going to do a montage of me sounding like a crazy person. Yeah, crazy things you said, funny things you said, wacky things you said. I have a lot to work with here. It's really about trimming it down. When? It, yeah, also known as a Tuesday. When is that? 
roll. Are we going to roll that on Friday? Yeah, I think we're going uh, last show of the year. Me and you together. Bogus ditched us. But, uh, yeah, did. let's go Friday. He did ditch us, didn't he? He's filling for DA. The show is on before us. Yep. All right. Me and you, pal. Who's our update anchor on Friday? That's a great question that I should probably know, but I don't yet. No good. Hey, no worries. No good, no good is not what I meant to say. No worries <laughs> is what I meant. And I, by the way, I'm off. Um, you and I are both off next week, and then uh, the Monday after Christmas, I am gonna I'm gonna come out of it's not retirement. I'm gonna come out of vacation to do one Jim <laughs> Rome show next Wednesday. Excited to fill in for Jim. Always an honor. Always a pleasure. I um, and I've talked about this before, but but Jim Rome is one one of the the reasons I want to be a radio host, and then one of amazingly how how lucky is my life one of the, the the really gracious people out there who are the reason that i've had a lot of success literally the job i got i found out later at fs1 when that launched that changed my life tom the guy that hired me told me later told me to dinner that he had seen me on jim's tv show that used to be on cbs sports network and it was a big part of the reason he hired me and moved me to la so anyway big always a really cool opportunity to to fill in for jim and the clones just this little sarcasm love me i mean they're huge fans I see they love to tweet at you. Love it. It's, it's a little overwhelming where they rank me on the gym room fill-in. If you are the bleeping, bleeping, bleeping worst, is that that's good, right? I think that's like they're hugging you when they say that. That's how the kids talk to you. Yeah, them. yeah. I, okay. They really like you then. They, they're, they're big fans. Yeah. They are huge, huge fans. I think I'm going to do the whole segment just reading angry tweets from people who would rather be listening to Jim. I get it. <laughs> I think I do a pretty good radio show. I'd rather be listening to Jim, too. I'm not mad at you. It's okay. <laughs> Let Jim have some time off, man. <laughs> Let him hang out with his family. What, do you want a robot to do it? Somebody's got to do it. Let's hang out together next Wednesday. Do you want to come out of retirement vacation, too? Do you want to come out Ooh. of the retirement vacation on next that's, Wednesday? That's a really good offer. I think I'm going to yeah. stay retired, though. Can't offer you money. Can't offer you anything. But I can offer you more time with me. Got it. Uh, you know what? I'll take it under consideration. Think about it. Think about it. Be like a big old early Christmas present for America and for me. Um, all right. That's it. That was, that's a show. We're, I guess we're done, right? That's it for a hump day. We're so close to the end of the year already. I cannot believe it's almost 2000. I almost said 2024. I'm real good with <laughs> every information. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks to the guy on the train. Train gentleman. We'll, we'll have Tom work on his, um, on his headphone skills. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. This is Ryder Than You. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 